this is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. And then he said, Fudge! Only he didn't say fudge. Instead, Phoenix said the mother- I mean, Ralphie, I mean, Apollo. Apollo said the mother word of all swear words. Seven, eight. Yeah? Are you drunk again? No, not this time. Maybe you need to fix it because we're not doing this shit anymore. Why not? Because I... it's garbage. <laughs> what do you mean it's garbage? Because everything, everything we ever do holiday special is turns out garbage. Uh, didn't we have that whole bit with Hillary, Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton, right. yeah. <laughs> the bit with Hillary Clinton was, Hillary Clinton was garbage. <laughs> What about <laughs> the, that... the time that we tried to make our friends sing twice in two years was garbage? <laughs> what about all of those times where I try and just pawn off my opinions on Ace Attorney headcanons on people in the form of Christmas carols rewritten were garbage? And then that other time I made you cry was garbage. That wasn't garbage, that was beautiful. No, garbage, garbage. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about that time? Wait, where Jesse shared that was garbage? Yep. What about the time where Aaron. Was garbage. Never was mind. a ghost? Yep, garbage. <laughs> and then remember that time that Jenny did got Die Hard? Garbage, you're right. Yeah, with Gumshoe? Yeah. So we're not doing it anymore. No more Christmas specials. Joy is gone from the world. Actually, aren't we bringing Joy back to the world by taking out the garbage? Yeah, pretty much, actually. Okay. It's, the world's a better place now that we're not going to do that anymore. All right. Well, I guess Attack on Cutie, there's your answer. We're, we're not doing the Christmas special. Rightness ever. is over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is an Ace Attorney fan cast. I'm Stephanie, the senpai who teaches you how to save so close that you look like you're 15 years old. And I'm Michelle, your pharmacology major senpai. So, since we're skipping over the garbage, we're just gonna skip right back into the old format of news. <laughs> Tried and true. For some reason, people like it, so we'll just keep this up. Actually, wait. Before we get into news, I just wanna tell, uh... Genda Odi... How do you say Gendi Oda? Oda Cioji. Yeah. I accept your apology, because you said you were sorry for you were wrong. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> uh, I think this was apologizing for correcting us about Klavier's name, and then turns out Klavier is not German. Oh, yeah. <laughs> S- surprise. So, yeah, no. I mean, I, we, we are, we're, uh, 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 we're okay with everyone else's pronunciations. We're just, uh, not... Malleable, I guess, is the only word I can think of. I was gonna say stubborn. That's probably more accurate. Anyway, yeah, we're stubborn and we don't like to change. So you can, like, you're probably right on that pronunciation. We just suck. So yeah. So don't don't be sorry. But since don't you be did, sad. Since you did say sorry, I accept your apology. All right. <laughs> now time for the news. Oh yeah, time for the news. So uh, jump festa, I believe, is what it's called. I keep seeing it. With my dumb face and seeing Jump Fiesta, but it's not. It's in Japan, so it can't be that. Uh, so Jump Fest is on, which is some sort of con I've never heard of in my entire life before. But they have a tra- they have a trailer for or Daigaku Tensaiban, and they have a playable demo for Daigaku Tensaiban. So you can play, like, the first case. Ooh. So now we have first case dish. Are you prepared? I am not prepared. You're not prepared? I am now prepared. Okay, good. 
so what we've learned is Ryunosuke, Great Granddaddy Phoenix, mm-hmm. Grandpappy Phoenix. What am I calling him? Well, like, well, I just like the term Grandpappy. Grandpappy Phoenix. Yeah. Grandpappy Wright. Um, Grandpappy Phoenix Wright is a student. It turns out, and um, he's on trial for something in the first one. Huh. And for some reason, the trial is a top secret government secret. <laughs> We don't know why. So yeah, he's a student at Imperial Capital Yume University, and so is his senpai, Asuogi Kazuma. Asuogi Kazuma. Is that a dude? It is a dude. Okay. I've never... And it's interesting because um, I believe he is a high, an upperclassman to Grandpappy Phoenix because he's got a little star on his collar. Uh-huh. He's also a lawyer. For some reason, he's a student and a lawyer. But um, what did he, he have like a career change in his life or what? I don't know. But he is remarkable in that he is the least remarkable Ace Attorney character I've ever seen. He looks so normal. He is very normal. He's got a headband, but like, at least it's not over his fucking eye like Apollo's was. It is under his hair like Apollo's was. <laughs> <laughs> this is also true. But yeah, he's kind of got like a bowl cut, but like it looks good. Yeah, because the wind's blowing. Because the wind's blowing, Always. yeah. So he's got a, like, Always. a weird bowl cut, and it looks good. And he stands next to uh, Grandpappy Phoenix in the defense bench. Oh, okay. Makes sense. And there's a German guy, and, like, what... But really, the real revelations are you can cross-examine two witnesses at once. Huh. So. Weird. That's interesting. And we see what the judge looks like. Uh, hold up. When I said that his, like, headband is always blowing, like, he's he's at the bench with you, and he's, like, talking to you, and his headband, like, straps are blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. That's always gotta happen. <laughs> Somebody's gotta be fucking crazy. Okay, so what does the judge look like? Uh, the judge looks like basically, um, what I think Anastasia's dad looks like in the Anastasia movie. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, super uh, Russian for some reason. Yeah, I was gonna reason. say, he looks wicked Russian. He looks wicked Russian. So, um, is, if we're t- if we're gonna do what we always do and assume that this is the ancestor of the judge we know and love, or the same man as the judge we know and love, <laughs> does that mean our judge is actually super Russian? I guess. Hmm. I guess that's what it means. He looks super Russian and very gilded. He's wearing, like, a chest plate that's, like, ornate and gold. <laughs> it's also kind of purple. It's got gold shit on it. It's got plenty of gold shit on it, though. Yeah, and, so I don't know. Maybe that may tie it's... into why this is a top-secret government secret. Like, the, the dead person may be, um, maybe a Russian citizen who came to Japan or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure out what, like, the big gold things on his chest look like. They're... They're slightly off-centered from his nipples, which is thankful. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very thankful. I mean, they have all the, like, the intricate designs that looks like, you know, like a breastplate, but, like, they look... There's just, like, these huge things, and I'm trying to see if I can zoom in and see if there's, like, a symbol on them, but I don't think there is. Yeah. Well, it's not discernible from the screenshot. Yeah. And, um, he's wearing a weird hat. The court records reports that this is definitely the Japanese judge. Okay. So, I don't know why he looks so Russian. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's like a history thing. Yeah. This guy is also a guy. 
He's like uh, got a pointy mustache and he's a soldier from somewhere that is not Japan, probably. Uh, yeah, he looks probably French. He does look kind of French. He's got like the sides, his sized buzz, yeah, buzzed on his hair, and he's got a pointy mustache, and I don't know. So it looks like a very international first case where which Ryanosuke might... is on trial. <laughs> Which might be why he has to end up going to England, because it's so international. The details of the victim remain under wraps, so we don't know who the victim is. That's fair. Usually it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, um, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. I was gonna say we skipped something. Uh, when we got the best friend, there's Pain. He looks like Samurai Pain. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Samurai Pain is in it. Top Knot, Samurai Pain, Grandpappy Pain. That's all. Like, <laughs> Did we not mention that on the podcast? I don't think we did, but I oh. just feel like it's just, we need, it needs to be said, even though I think that this <laughs> samurai pain has been released a long time ago. Yes. But I don't think we actually ever verbalized it, because we're like, okay, there he is. Like, Yeah, go you. look up the, the ancestor of the pains if you're curious, because it's definitely worth it. <laughs> it's 100% worth it. <laughs> Yeah, and you can find all of this at Court Records. Oh, damn it. I scrolled down and it, they're, oh, God, they have what? some merch that they showed and it's like fucking masking tape with- What? <laughs> it's like fucking Ace Attorney masking tape. What? <laughs> First of all, there's a Daigakuten Saiban shirt already. The game's not out yet. I hate you, Ace Attorney Japan. <laughs> And there's a shirt you. with Grandpappy Phoenix, the girl, the assistant girl who looks like a fae, Sherlock Holmes, and Watchan on it. And then there's buttons with their those four space on it. And then there's four, five, six, six different types of masking tape that <sighs> that like one that says like objection and hold it and stuff in Japanese. One with the the blue badger and um caution tape. One with Phoenix pointing. One with, like, film strip, but it's got everybody on it, and then one with, like, pixel art of everyone, and one with just Phoenix and Miles in their chibis from the the guidebook. Okay. And then, like, embroidered bracelets. I hate you. A, an acrylic keychain with Phoenix and Miles and Mimaya and Godot and Objection and Feeny. Let's be real here. Nobody wants an acrylic keychain with Feeny on it. Bratworth. <laughs> Some pixel keychains. Oh, oh my. Pixelized with the Steel Samurai. Mm. Mm. But yeah, so. The, I'm just so mad swag. at Capcom Japan. I hate you. They got all this swag that looks like stupid but good. And you like, know what? You know what we get in America? We get the a shittiest shirt t shirt ever created. With the badge in the wrong place and the color tie that's wrong. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's like, it's like a, it's like a tuxedo shirt. <laughs> But like a, a suit, Phoenix. but on a t-shirt, and it looks like garbage. <laughs> and it comes in three sizes, medium, large, and extra large, men's. Oh, thanks. Because, you know, I'm not a girl, and I'm not on the smaller side of that spectrum. Yeah. It's, I'm so mad at Capcom US right now, it's not even funny. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's our fault, Michelle. Maybe it's the fact that we request all this this stuff. We want standards. We want stuff. We're picky. We want more games. We want localization. We want recognition. And they're just listening going, 
All right, we're not getting them that. We're not going to get them that. We're certainly not going to get them that. But they haven't asked for a shitty t-shirt. Let's get them a shitty t-shirt. 540 yen is probably like... Oh, it's it says right here, four four fifty two US. So you can get a roll of Ace Attorney masking tape for four fifty two US. And then times three for the international shipping. Right. You too can own Ace Attorney masking tape. What the fuck would you do with it? Good question. Cause it's not duct tape, so you can't make wallets out of it. It's masking tape. It's not duct tape, so you can't make an entire suit out of it to wear to prom. It's masking tape. <laughs> masking tape doesn't even hold together in, like, crappy scrapbooks. It doesn't... Man, I roll out masking tape and watch it curl up as I roll it out. Like... <laughs> Jenny uses masking tape to hang up all of the garland around the apartment because she wanted to feel extra Christmassy. And then she gave up and started using painter's tape. Right, because, like, masking tape is, like, painter's tape, but comes off shittier. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, it's so garbage, she had to go to something slightly different. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so, but once again, we are robbed of swag. Oh, also, just another note on the news, is they're having a second play, stage play. Oh, I saw that. Very yeah, briefly. Yeah, so... And then they released the casting list, if you're really into that sort of thing. Um, but the important thing on that casting list is um, Matt Ungard is on it. So it's going to be based on the last case from 2. Oh, I did not notice that. So that is awesome. Yeah. Uh... So yeah, so that's fun. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's was, the news. I finally found out, I was like, you're, you're like talking about all this masking tape and stuff. And I was like, where are you looking? And I realized it's the homepage of court records. Oh yeah, I was looking at court. Of course I'm looking at court records. <laughs> If if anyone thinks I'm not looking at court records when I do the news, <laughs> I got news for you. That's court court-records.net, and if you want constant updates from them, or at least more timely updates from them, go to court-records-net.tumblr.com. Because they're on top of it. Like, there's something, they know about it instantly. Yeah, like, they put it up there on the Tumblr before they put it up on the real website, because they fact-check for the real website. <laughs> like, real news! Wow. I know. Court I'm Records like, is amazing. I like this garbage of a podcast. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we are so charming and whimsical. <laughs> There's something... Uh, okay, I need a, a different kind of news update from you. Is it a Michelle's Dad Plays Ace Attorney update? <laughs> yeah, is there one? <laughs> There's a small Michelle's Dad Plays Ace Attorney update. Okay. Um, he has beaten the first game entirely. He is on the second game. The only thing he came... Like, he... I don't know how far he's played lately. Uh, the only thing he mentioned to me was that... Um, he thinks Phoenix is into Maya. Which he thought... Which he thought before. Yeah. <laughs> but he reassured me recently. He was like, I really think... Or I think... It was... Whatever it was is the reverse now. Like, he thinks Maya's into Phoenix. And I was like, really? Oh, it was definitely Phoenix is into Maya. Because I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, he's over that whole Edgeworth garbage. Uh, did he just play the first case where he doesn't go, him! Don't talk about him, him to me! Him. Yeah, so he must... 
he must be very early in two because he hasn't. I feel like maybe he wouldn't be saying that if he knew that Edgeworth was dead. <laughs> <laughs> but we get that in the last case of one. I thought we get um a resignation letter in the trash can. Oh, that's right. And we just picked. But it I up. don't think like I don't think that that knowing that Edgeworth is dead would sway my dad's opinion about the ship. I just think he would be less callous about it if he was like, oh, Edgeworth killed himself. (laughs) (laughs) And then the biggest troll moment ever. Thanks, Edgeworth. (laughs) Prosecutor? He's still a prosecutor, so he's full full of shit. He's a goddamn liar. Yeah, Miles Edgeworth, goddamn liar. Uh, No, Miles Edgeworth... Ace goddamn liar. Ace goddamn liar. That's what that's what uh, Gyakuten Kenji translates to. Ace <laughs> Ace fucking liar. Oh man. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that, I guess that's all the news then. Right? Yeah. No news. Yeah. Do I have news? No, I don't. Do, have, do I don't. you have news? No. Jesse is playing um. Phoenix versus Layton, and I just got it yesterday. So oh, that is true. But so that that is something. So 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 yeah. Stop stop emailing us because yes, we're playing it. Yes, we'll talk about it. Um, we'll we will mention that it's a spoiler cast when we do it. Yeah, or a spoiler segment. Like whatever it is, you'll have ample warning. So don't just like be like, well, gotta stop listening to them for four months because. <laughs> That's like three whole episodes you'll miss. <laughs> yeah, guys. I mean, you'll just miss like so much news, so many important goofs, uh, something about career advice. Probably. I don't know. And since we're on break, Michelle and I um, will be in the same room and record an episode. Yeah, we might have a super special episode where we're in the same room. And other people will be there. And other super special maybe things will happen. That thing is not a maybe, because they agreed. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have a super special awesome thing. So instead of this the Christmas garbage that we usually do, instead we're going to have a super special awesome magic, super special fun episode. But in January! In January. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get excited. We're not gonna tell. Are we gonna tell who or or what or anything? Maybe we should at the end of the episode, so that way people, if they have special questions for that person. Oh yeah, that'll back. be the homework. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So maybe I'll play uh the bonus case, and replay space case, so I remember what happened in space case. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play the bonus case. <laughs> When I'm when I'm in the presence of one of your DSs, I will play the bonus case. We are the best hosts ever. Best hosts ever. So yeah, get ready for 2015 super special, wonderful, extra special episode and PL versus AA, and we're gonna play the bonus case, whoop, and whoop. we'll finally finish talking about space case. Whoop whoop. 2015 whoop. is gonna be so much better than 2014 in many ways. I hope. There's frankly no way it could be worse at this point. That's not true. That is that is true that it's not true. I mean, there's a lot of things I can think of that would happen. I could get locked in an elevator. I could shoot my dad. <laughs> I could eat a poison necklace. I could uh, get, you know, electrocuted by a hanging uh, wire. 
shot with a gun. Shot, 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 shot. I could get amnesia. I could find out I'm really German. You could find out you're really not German. Find out I'm really not German. What if I found out I wasn't Mexican? Like, how weird would that be? That would be weird. <laughs> For everybody on the- whoever wants just like, what? Stephanie's Mexican? <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> I didn't know we had to racially identify ourselves for this podcast. We haven't in thirty five epi- or thirty nine episodes. We kind of mentioned that Jesse has is from Ghana. We did for the World Cup. Yeah, because we were rooting for Ghana for the World Cup. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> keep keep you updated on twenty fifteen and my ra- my racial identity. <laughs> First and foremost, though. I'm an American, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, so, <laughs> what was our question from last week, Michelle? Um, our question from last week was, um, what's Phoenix's endgame and why is he collecting a large group of super-powered young adults? <laughs> and what did people tell us, Michelle? Uh, a lot of people told us that it has something to do with Kristoff. And I think that is a good guess. I am 100% on board with that. Like, uh, Green Pepsi and Email Rachel Ace Clone told us that it has, it's gotta do with Kristoff and the Black Cyclops. Mop Up also agrees. Well, I went back, so I went back and I looked at the script. No. Not for that one. I looked at the script of Trials and Tribulations recently, but I went and looked at the, I looked up specifically the scene on, like, a YouTube tutorial, um, for when Kristoff, the Black Cyclops happened. Yeah. And as we learned from Dual Destinies, the cy- the Black Cyclops mean that you are hiding something that even you are not aware of. Right? Right. Is that what it- You have a secret that's so locked in your own heart that you don't know what it is. So, the question that prompts the Black Cyclops from Christoph Gavin is, why did you kill um, Shadi and Igmar? Why did you kill Zach Grammaray, Trucy's dad? And how many Cyclops were there? Five? Like, max. Like, five. Okay. So, five black Cyclops appeared for why did you kill him? Yeah. So, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't know why he killed him. He doesn't. So, I think, uh, this, this might be really boring to everybody, but in Shakespeare's play Othello, the main villain there is named Iago. Iago, through the play, gives you three different reasons for why the fuck he's fucking over Othello. He's the one who tells Othello, hey, your wife's sleeping with this guy over here, sets up the, sets up these situations so Othello thinks his wife is cheating on him because she's being so sweet and nice and she talked to this one guy once, then he smothers her with the pillow and then kills himself. Um, and he gets his wife to go in on it and his, kills his wife, like, it, so everyone dies. But he gets his Achilles heel cut at the end and he just gets hauled off to jail and he gives you three totally different reasons why he's doing it he's like oh he cheated on me he like he you know, took money from me or he like cheated on a woman with for me and then ultimately and he goes i'm like you don't know he just kind of does it and you never get a clear reason from him i yeah. think it's kind of like Kristoff. he has excuses but none of them he knows are the right reason he kills him but we have Five whole fucking black cyclops that he doesn't fucking have any clue. Yeah. 
So it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I think you're right that he maybe, cause this, cause it could tie into two different things. It could tie into one, um, he's so, such a fucked up sociopath, crazy dude, like evil, which email Rachel, I think talks about because like, he's the one, he's one of the most terrifying Ace Attorney villains of all time because he's fucking crazy. So like, it could be that he's so crazy. He himself does not know his motivations. He just did it for the sake of killing him. Or it could mean that he is a pawn, hmm. which is kind of what my theory is, is that Christoph Gavin doesn't know because Christoph Gavin is not the top of the pyramid. Oh. I think that it's, I think it's, I think it's like a crazy elaborate, oh, and I wrote down the descriptive words that Phoenix uses for the um black cyclops here. Because one of them's important. He de- Phoenix described him as black, hard, and full of despair. Oh. So. Hold up. Who else do we know has black cyclops? Athena? Just Athena. I thought there was someone else with black cyclops in the previous game. In Dual Destinies? Not Dual Destinies, in just a previous Ace Attorney. No, it's just Kristoff and Athena. Okay. So, like, why is Kristoff's... Cyclops full of despair. What the fuck happened to Kristoff? Because while he did plot against Phoenix for, well, not, well, he didn't plot against Phoenix. Phoenix fought against him for seven years. While he did fuck over Phoenix, and there was that whole plot against, oh, fuck. What? I don't know what he, what fucking happened. I, I think it has to do with the, I think it has to do with the Grammarie family secrets. I think whoever, whoever is, I don't think Kristoff is, the the master planner i think he was he was forced somehow to kill zach Gamerite. this is not to say that he's a good person <laughs> do oh, not gosh. worry he's still crazy and he still like poisons a teenage girl slowly. from the age of small child slowly to get stupid revenge for no reason um so he's still terrifying but i think this one particular murder he was not responsible for or at least he didn't planned to do it he was he agreed to do it or was made to do it and he doesn't know the full reason and i think it has to do with the grammar family magical secrets and i think it's all some like i think he took apollo in as part of a setup to get the grammar family magic secrets because if zach is dead valen's dead and trucy's dead who gets them apollo because everybody knows apollo is a gamma except apollo yeah because everyone knows except apollo <laughs> But, um, the lass is alive, and I don't think anyone counted on that. True. So, I think it's, like, some weird, like, I think it was a failed plan to get Apollo under, like, Kristoff's weirdo mind control to get the Grammarie family magic secrets. To do what? I don't know. So, anyway, that's all. I don't have answers, but... (laughs) I definitely don't have answers either. I'm just trying to, like, think... We know the Grammarie... So, we've established that the Grammarie family secrets about magic is that and we have established that magic is real because spirit channeling is real and that uh while apollo's a naysayer these things are real and they would be his by right yeah who the fuck wants them that's that's the thing and that's Maximilia galactica Maximilia galactica (laughs) he turned out evil no he didn't and that's what green pepsi brings up too is green pepsi says like whatever nick's endgame is 
it has to do with why he won't tell Apollo and Trucy that they're related. Because if it... Because when exposed, it would jeopardize Nick's entire endgame plan. Perhaps they have some mysterious ties to Kristoff without them knowing, which would explain him killing Trucy's dad. Or maybe it had to do with Apollo's dad. <laughs> I I still think Edgeworth probably knows. Unless the endgame is a lot crazier than anticipated. But, like, I know Phoenix doesn't... Do you think Phoenix has figured out that Kristoff is potentially after the Gamma Ray family, family secrets? I don't know. Because right now, I feel like if that were true, he would have the... I, he, Phoenix would have them, instead of Valent. Which we don't know where Valent is at all. No. Phoenix hates Valent, too. <laughs> There's also that. Phoenix hates Valent. But I think if Phoenix knew that that's what he needed... He would have gotten Edgeworth in on that, and they would have probably had them by now. I think you're right about that. Yeah. So I don't think Phoenix knows, so I don't know. I think Edgeworth knows as much as Phoenix does, but neither of them know what Kristoff yeah. wanted. Or, or Phoenix has slipped the, con- like, slipped the contents of the envelope. Because we, we know that Valent has the envelope. Doesn't mean we know that he has the stuff that's supposed to be in the envelope. <laughs> this is also very true. <laughs> I don't know, though. I'm not sure. It's it's just questions. I feel like there's something <laughs> good here. There's, like, three games here, but, like, I don't know what they are. I know, and unfortunately, the creators of fucking Ace Attorney just pretend that, uh... Forgot. Apollo Justice never happened. <laughs> yeah. They took Apollo out, and they forgot the rest of it. Yeah. Green Pepsi... The rest of Green Pepsi's theory goes into, uh, that... Nick's endgame is part of an elaborate scheme to propose to Edward. (laughs) (laughs) And so all of Phoenix's secrets go to jeopardize his wedding arrangements. Well, I would not put it above Capcom at this point to make that Phoenix's actual (laughs) endgame. And ultimately... Phoenix is going to tell Trucy and Apollo their siblings in his wedding speech. (laughs) (laughs) That, I believe. Uh, Well, well, that's a lot less sinister, though. (laughs) Uh, I would not be surprised if the creators of Ace Attorney figured out that we are all too dumb to actually, you know, solve any cases anymore that that is the new endgame that they cultivate for Phoenix instead of this intense Kristoff theory that's happening. Yeah. Uh, email Rachel Ace Clone thinks it's a part of the intense Kristoff theory, though. She thinks that it's it's like whatever. He needs a magical band of super children to fight the basically whatever's behind Kristoff's Cyclops, and all we want for Christmas is an Apollo Justice sequel. <laughs> It's just like it's just a weird set of skills they have. Like, you know, like I like really good at tells, really good at hearing things. A magician. Maybe if you count Vera, then somebody who's really good at art. <laughs> Someone who's really good No, Vera's Vera was in the hospital as we saw, and then I'm sure she's in child services now. She was like eighteen. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's a grown ass adult now. She's a grown up. Okay. Um, and then, you know, like, if we count Pearl, that's a spirit channeler, you know? Yeah. We have, we do have Pearl. 
at least Pearl's been around. We know Maya's too busy to actually yeah. pop over. But I mean, like, what are you gonna do with these skill sets? They're like they're helpful for court, I guess. Well, this kind of ties into Ultron's very, very elaborate theory. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's take a look at this. I'm gonna summarize it because it's long. Um. So we know from some of the crazy dialogue in Dual Destinies that after Phoenix, while Phoenix is disbarred, he goes to Europe, right, right. to help Edgeworth, and that's where he finds Athena, which is the craziest. But like, I don't want to stop this train to talk about that. But like, think about that for twenty seconds and be like, what? Oh well, yeah, because he had to ditch Trucy somewhere. Thanks, Phoenix. <laughs> he had to ditch Apollo with the office and Trucy. The I job think this is before Apollo. Oh, Apollo. Yeah, yeah. So he had to just straight up ditch Trucy. Yeah, he like must have ditched Trucy and Corain, found the money, and or Edgeworth paid for him to fly to Europe so they could bro out in Europe. And Edgeworth needed help with something to do with European courts, so he's getting a disbarred American lawyer to help him with the court system in Europe. Which, why is Edgeworth with that? Why is Edgeworth fixing the courts in Europe? I don't know. And then where's Franzi? Like, <laughs> Franzi, I think, is working with Interpol. Right, but I mean, like, you need a lawyer to help you fix a European court system. Who do you call first? Oh, it is Franzi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is not Phoenix Wright. No. Disbarred lawyer Phoenix Wright. Disbarred lawyer Unless Phoenix Wright. Unless you need someone who knows law and is working outside of the law now. Um, yeah, unless you need it's unless it's part of the end game, unless you need somebody who can basically manipulate the shit out of everyone, has a magical stone that shows him people's cyclocs, and can work outside of the legal system. I want to watch this movie, Stephanie. I want to be. I want to be a part of this movie. <laughs> I wanna, this is like the best spy thriller I've ever. Anyway, back to this. So, so. What Ultron says is that the problems happening in uh, Europe that Edgeworth is trying to fix is that the German legal system is becoming garbage because they're getting more and more lax with their age limit. So they're like their entire court system is populated by all of these children that like teenagers that pass their your the German bar exam. <laughs> um, and they're like they all have superpowers also. Right. So German children with superpowers running the German court system. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's assembling this team of superpowered young adults, Trucy, Pearl, Apollo, Athena, because he thinks that they can defend the U.S. court system against the evil child prosecutors with magic powers that are invading from the German court system. To the point where the entire European court system is dismantled and anarchy has taken over. This See, this is this is where I think it gets a little too far. <laughs> And it's, okay, so this is all an elaborate tie-in to Ace Apocalypse. Uh, okay. So if the European court system is in shambles, it allows Old Bag to get in and take over Poland <laughs> to make it edgy Poland. <laughs> also, this is, um, part of this involves Larry shooting somebody with a cannon to destroy a courthouse. Phoenix doesn't get out, but he's a Highlander, so he survives. Um, gives his badge to Edgeworth. So Edgeworth is being a defense attorney, and shit explodes, and 
a bunch of, so all of these child prosecutors and their leader comes out and it's, and like kidnaps Edgeworth who's been killed by an explosion except he's not really dead because this is Ace Apocalypse and it's Mrs. Von Karma. I'm lost. So, Ultron's theory is Mrs. Von Karma has created an elaborate ploy to destroy the entire European court system using super-powered child prosecutors that pass the bar at extremely young ages, all to get revenge on Edgeworth and Phoenix because they destroyed Manfred's life. Well, it is a theory that works within the realms of this podcast. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Only. <laughs> but that's Phoenix's endgame, is he needs super-powered children to defeat other superpowered children. Now, I like the idea that Mrs. Von Karma is in charge of Kristoff's need to tell lies and kill people. I super like that idea. I like incorporating that idea to the Kristoff theory. That would be cool if there's an elaborate, like, setup from... I think it's either Mrs. Von Karma or it's gotta do with, um, the, the Japanifornian mob scene that I like so much. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know how that could work, I so. also wish, like, Shelley the Killer could come back as, like, an actual actual cameo in Ace Attorney, rather than, like, fandom really want Shelley the Killer to make a comeback. Well, we know that he is in um, Investigations 2, which we both need to play. Oh, true. But, I, yeah, I have no idea what he does there. So. I believe he runs an ice cream truck. From the little I have seen, I believe he runs an ice cream truck. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> that doesn't mean that he's not running the ice cream truck as a front so he can kill somebody. It doesn't. It means he runs an ice cream truck. I assume it's a front. It doesn't I... matter. It's Shelly the Killer in an ice cream truck. I hope it's a front because I'm going to cry if Shelly the Killer retires to run an ice cream truck. I, do you know what would actually be really great? Is if Mrs. Von Karma was the head of your intricate mob scene. That'd be great. And that's why Manfred doesn't talk about her ever early on. Well, back when we had Manfred around. Yeah. It'd be like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation. It super would. Only I've never seen that movie, so I don't actually know. <laughs> Yeah, except less shitty, I guess. Because Mr. and Mrs. Smith is just, they're both spies, and once they both find out they're both spies, they try and kill each other for 45 minutes. Okay, well, that makes sense. Not. Anyway. Um, okay, so, do you want to hear Mop-Bop's theory? Yeah, I do want to hear Mop-Bop. Okay, Mop-Bop and big, cool big sister Pecans. Oh, were... yeah, Pecans! Hey, girl, hey. Um, they were hanging on the car, and so... They were talking about the last episode, and she's like, what if Dahlia was somehow inside Phoenix? Because Phoenix ate that poison necklace, so a piece of her is still inside of him. Holy shit, this changes everything! So then Mop-Up goes, no, because that goes against my headcanon that, like, was pretty sure found on internet somewhere, that Dahlia is the demon thing in Kristoff's hand. Whoa, that changes everything else! (laughs) And then she responds, no, when Phoenix met Kristoff, it subconsciously brought Dahlia inside of Phoenix because that's how poisonous her love is. She continues to be a bitch that doesn't die because she has all those horn cruxes. Stephanie, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is, Stephanie? What is this, Michelle? This is the Ace Attorney Ghost Trick crossover. Shit! 
Because that means the ghost of Dahlia is riding around in Kristoff's devil hand, and it just jumped over to Phoenix. Shit! Oh, fuck. I- oh, oh my god. <sighs> okay, hold on, there was more to- there was more to this email. Okay, yeah, um, keep going. Um, okay, so Mop-Up also was, like, like staying up late thinking and about the, Janip- the Panifornia apocalypse- both all the things we've talked about before. So yeah, this is like this is also Ultron wanted to try tie it in A's apocalypse. Yeah, so Phoenix is gathering all his magical lawyers to truly exercise Dolly out of the world forever. Like he has a guy who can see tells, a girl who can pe- people's emotion, and his daughter who who knows Nick. So they're well prepared if Nick starts acting weird and or different, which is a sign that Dahlia might come back. Then he would tell Pearl, who would tell Maya. And I'm pretty sure, you know, she's been training for this moment. Um, for Nick to do this for her and make the world a better place. It's also why Nick won't tell Apollo or Trucy that they're related. Because if they know, then they'll have an even greater friendship and a bond, which makes it easier to possess two people instead of one. So if they know and Apollo goes through another teenage angst and gets possessed by Dahlia, Trucy would be very susceptible to being possessed as well. And there goes half of the (laughs) the Right Anything agency. So if Dahlia got a hold of Trucy, then she also knows what the Gamma Ray Book of Magic Secrets is, and then the real Japan of Forney Apocalypse would happen. So basically, Maya told Phoenix to get these magical children to prevent the apocalypse because of Dahlia. I... that would be fucking great. Okay, no, it totally makes sense, though, because he's got three people who are really good at figuring out when somebody is acting weird. And then he's got Pearl, who's a prodigy, and Maya, who's been training for years, to do the exorcism more succinctly than it was done in court, because when it was done in court, it was done by Mia, who was channeling, like, being channeled. Right, so she wasn't completely physically there. Yeah, she couldn't, like, we don't know how a spirit channeler exorcism is supposed to go down, but I doubt it's involving people yelling at people in court. (laughs) Hey, don't knock it. That's what Phoenix and Apollo are both best at. Yeah, but they're not best at exorcisms. No. <laughs> no, they're not. And it ties into why Kristoff doesn't know why he did it. Right, because when you're possessed by something, you don't fucking know what's happening. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is what happens when we don't read the things before we read yeah. them on air. <laughs> Holy shit, Mavop. And also, it's the ghost train crossover that we always wanted. Pecans and Mopop, you guys are like the best sibling combo who listens to this podcast, because you guys at least email in. <laughs> yeah, everyone else can, can, should email in. <laughs> should hang out with their siblings more. They're cool, cool sib- siblings. Yeah, also, like, what the hell are you doing talking about our stupid-ass podcast in the car? Well, they're in a car. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> Duh. I guess. Fine. All right. But okay. No, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. How do we get Sissel in this? Good question. Sissel probably could be hanging out in Korean Village, and Maya's like friends with him. Sissel is the main character of Ghost Trick. Yeah. <laughs> Just everybody. Ghost Trick is also made by the people who made Ace Attorney, Shutakumi. So it's really good, and you should all play it. It's for DS and 3D, or, and iOS. It's on iOS. It's so amazing. I think it'd be easier if Sissel is with Lynn and 
Lynn, because Lynn is the cop lady from Ghost Trick, and Lynn actually works with the police in Japanifornia. Right. I think that's how we get her in. That's how we get her in. And Cicel in. But in this magical, I mean, like, the police are around, but in this magical Phoenix area, he doesn't hang out with the police very much. No. Which is just, we need Edgeworth. Even then, the only person Edgeworth hangs out from the police department is Gumshoe. Yeah, but he's a, I mean, he's chief prosecutor. I don't know, because also, like, if this is the real endgame, hey, like, can you imagine, hey, Edgeworth, uh, I need to prevent my dead girlfriend from destroying the entire world. That's my plan. Like, Edgeworth's reaction to that is going to be like, buh bye and close the door. <laughs> You're right, which would make sense why, like, Edgeworth doesn't, Edgeworth probably doesn't know. Yeah, because he wouldn't believe it. No, he wouldn't, even even though he has seen the psycholocks. Yeah. Know? And he wasn't in the courtroom for the exorcism. Yeah. And even the judge who's senile doesn't really remember that either. No, clearly. <laughs> Justin does, though. Can Justin be one of the magical young adults? <laughs> what? No, because Justin has nothing special except his mom, his mom gave him lunch money. Oh, Justin. We love him, but he's so normal. He is. Well, maybe he he saves the day just in case. All right, Justin. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> just in case the day needs saving, and Justin. Justin there for us. got bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> Puts on a Deadpool mask by accident. Turns out he's a mutant, but it doesn't manifest till he turns thirty. <laughs> That's the shittiest. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would love. I would love this kind of full circle thing to happen in Phoenix's Endgame. I just know Capcom's a piece of shit, and Capcom will not acknowledge that this all happened. Yeah. That is the one true problem. If Kristoff's ever mentioned again, we should put it in the win column. Didn't Clavier allude to Kristoff? I don't even think he did! Like, in Dual Destinies, like, I don't think he did. I'm trying to remember, and I'm just trying to remember how he just said he wasn't he wasn't with the band anymore and just practicing law. Yeah. But then had, like, angsty silences where we were just like, he's thinking about his, his brother. Yeah, like, that's all us filling in the blank, and the blank is, man, Kristoff really fucked me up. <laughs> like... Yeah. And Apollo, too, is real fucked up by Kristoff's influence. Which, yeah, which is, well, according to the theory, why... Phoenix isn't telling Apollo that he's related to Trucy to keep this divided. Yeah. I don't know. This is... I don't know. That's it. I don't, All we have now is questions. No answers. Yay, Capcom. Yay, Capcom. Make it cool, please, Capcom. Like... We, a- we ask for a lot, but we only mean so much of it. We ask for a lot, um, but really all we want is a sequel to Apollo Justice. And if Apollo Justice could... Because you know what I was really great about the OG trilogy of Phoenix Wright? Was that in Game 2, we refer back to Game 1, how Miles pretended to die. And in Game 2, we have all this tension because Miles pretended to die. Yeah. In Game 3, we have a buildup of all of the relationships and all the fun times that Maya's been been accused of murder, been held hostage, been on trial. And we have this all accumulated where we end up in Korean Village... And we end up with all this stuff with Godot and Mia. And we have 
all of these feelings because we've had all this huge journey with three games with yeah. Maya, Mia, and Pearl. And we've learned how effed up the like the Korean family is, and we've tried to help them by like getting Misty in this, or not Misty, by getting um, Morgan in the second game, and then we figure out what's up with Misty, and that was mentioned in the first game with Edgeworth. Remember? Yeah, it was mentioned we, early on, and in the red white, like we get a picture from Red or from Grossberg's desk of Miss, Misty Fay, and that comes full circle in the third game. And that was so great about it is because we got. Maybe not full closure, because well, they didn't think... Well, it is closure, because they didn't think there were going to be more games. Yeah, and I mean, that's all the closure we were going to get, and we... I don't feel like I was left with 800,000 questions. Not like after Apollo Justice. Yeah, and when then, we were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, sorry, that was with like 4,000 questions, and now... Cause, well, that was mostly questions of, where's Gumshoe? Where's yeah. Maggie? You know, like, where are those people? Now after Dual Destinies, where we're left with 8 million going... What happened to Apollo Justice, period? Yeah. What happened to Continuity? What happened to Gumshoe? You know, like... Yeah. Still, where's Gumshoe? Second, where's the jury system? Hey, remember, Kay? That happened. Like... Yeah. What happened to Investigations? Edgeworth, when did you go to the eye doctor, finally? Yeah. <laughs> when did you start sounding like garbage? Yeah. And I mean, like... I don't know. It's just... And then, like, Phoenix, how did you... Go through rehab so real quickly with the grape juice and shit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, that was so great about the OG trilogies. We had closure. We were at least satisfied with what we got. And then we were happy to get more. Yeah. And I would, I guess I wouldn't be so frustrated because if, if I thought that the ne the later games would answer these questions, but I know that they will not. That's, and that's the thing we're frustrated about because Dual Destinies just tiptoed around Apollo Justice so much that we're like, oh, they're just never going to acknowledge any of these things that we we have questions about. Yeah. And I think Dual Destinies isn't going to have its own sequel, because we're having a prequel game now. <laughs> yeah. And then Investigations is just left to the wayside, because we're, we're never getting the second one translated. Yeah. And then is PLA versus AA any sort of canon? I don't know. Probably not. That's a good question, is I don't know if PL versus AA negates its entire canon ability <laughs> by the end of it. Like, they could just be like, and nobody remembers. Probably. Just like But I if nobody remembers, it doesn't mean it's not canon, it just means nobody remembers. That is also true. Or is it just not canon? Like, questions. No answers. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, and then there's also a thing where it might be canon in the Phoenix Wright lore, but it might not be canon in Leighton lore. Ugh, there would be Like, that. that's- now there's two canons, so is it canon to both, or is it canon to one, or is it canon to none? I just don't know Dual Destinies. I don't know Ace Attorney. Where's Apollo yeah. Justice? Two. Where's my investigations translate? Where's my timeline of the real deal? Yeah. Where's my swag? Where's where's our swag that's not masking tape? <laughs> and garbage t-shirts. Garbage t-shirts. Uh, uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed all those, all those like, really intense theories. They were good! They were good. Mop-Up just totally, and Pickans totally blew Michelle away. Yeah. <laughs> just totally. That's because that's the only one I didn't read ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's take a break. How about that? 
are back. I'm Stephanie. I'm gonna show you how to shoot a bow and arrow with your with your teeth, senpai. I'm Michelle, your dating advice Union Jack wearing senpai. So, uh, since we spent forever talking about that, we're gonna just do some really quick short questions and stories. Yeah, it's gonna be fun time. Fun time. Okay, first thing. Uh, Gendy... I can't fucking say it. Gendy, Gendy Odysseoji. <laughs> asked us uh, what our opinions to Investigation 2 fan translation are. Still haven't played it. Working on it. Hopefully I will have it played by the next episode. No promises. But I, I make no promises. Because I also have PL versus AA now, and I've got to prioritize. Alright. Uh, two. Feasting on Yarnovsk gave us a cute little story that I want to share with everybody. So, um, first, he or she, still don't know your gender. Believe it's a she, but don't um, quote me on it. Okay, um, I will use, I will use, uh, Canadian gender-neutral pronouns, Zem and Zay. <laughs> so, Zay live in the UK, and their, their little brother goes to secondary school, um, which is high school. Uh, and so the school has houses like Harry Potter style, which I'm really surprised that that's actually a thing. So And I think it's badass. It's pretty badass. Uh, so the house that their brother was put into is called Phoenix, which was like a long story of the school caught fire once and it's now rebuilt and yada yada. So they decided to like get a mascot for each of the houses. And so naturally their, the Phoenix house was a cute little bird. And then they held a contest to name the mascot, and their little brother submitted the name Feeny. <laughs> and <laughs> as far as we know, he won. Feeny is the mascot. <laughs> oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard, and also brilliant. It's also brilliant because for someone who hasn't played his attorney, Phoenix Feeny. Get it. It's not like some. Jerk who, like, was like, Fox, can we be, like, can it be Fox the Phoenix? <laughs> no, that's gonna get you sued. Yeah. I love that. That That's that's the story that I, I love got. It. it reminds me, when I was in high school, I was on a robotics team to a school I didn't go to, and midway through high school, that, that school changed their mascot to a phoenix. The phoenix, I think, is what it was. And, um, so our robotics team was like, we have to change our mascot now. I don't know why. Whatever. And so they were like, what should we do? And I was like, Phoenix Wright. <laughs> they can be the Phoenix like the bird, and we can be Phoenix Wright like the lawyer. No one, it did not catch on. No, of course not, you dummy. <laughs> so it's like, it t it's like, I'm so happy that somebody managed to get a Phoenix Wright reference into their mascot, even though I couldn't. <laughs> well, they were a little more sly about it. Yes. I was just like, let's paint Phoenix's head on the side of his robot. <laughs> so it's like a porcupine. You want us to paint a porcupine head? Worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's super cool. All right. Yeah. Ultron also sent us a couple days ago that they were uh, that he was looking at his uh, Steam achievements, and one of the achievements was uh, in a game was for going to space. They call it. Yurika, which was obviously like a play on words, but Yuri in this context does not mean uh, other things. It's through research. <laughs> which is why I got scared when I saw the subject of this email. Yeah. 
does not mean women love. Women in love with other women. The first person ever in space, and excuse my Russian, I don't know any Russian, uh, was by someone by the name of Yuri Gagarin or something like that. I'm sorry, everyone who's Russian. As I previously stated, I'm Mexican. <laughs> um, so the first person ever in space's name was Yuri. So uh, space captain cadet Segway writing guy from Dual Destinies is Yuri, Yuri Cosmos. Cos- yeah. Yuri Cosmos. Uh, probably I'm- you're right, it's Cosmos. I've been saying Cosmos. <laughs> Yuri <laughs> Cosmos. <laughs> Yuri Cosmos, named after the first man in space. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that little nod to uh, actual things that happened in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Dual Destinies. I assumed he was named after Yuri Lowenthal. Because <laughs> they wanted Yuri Lowenthal to voice him. Who doesn't want Yuri Lowenthal to voice everybody? That's true. Well, <laughs> taking after Professor Layton, where Yuri Lowenthal voices everyone. <laughs> and then the last thing, I guess, is also from Ultron, which was about the end of Trials and Tribulations, where Phoenix and Iris kind of have this, like, I'm gonna see you again, like, we're gonna, you know, get together after you get out of jail kind of deal. And then... She died, like, or something. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, Ultron wanted to know, like, hey, like, why the hell isn't Iris in Apollo Justice or Dual Destinies if they were gonna like date again? And we shot back and forth a couple of ideas, and then Ultron was like, hold on a second, anyone who ever dates anyone in Ace Attorney immediately dies. <laughs> so, <laughs> bad news is, if Iris and Phoenix got back together, she might be dead. <laughs> I don't know. Um, possibly. I mean, like, not everybody dies. Like, Larry and Cindy Stone, Cindy dies. Maggie and Dustin Prince, Dustin dies. Mia and Diego, Diego Coma, Mia dies. Then Diego dies. Then Diego dies. Terry Flaws and Dahlia, you know, Terry dies. Dead, yep. Dahlia and Doug Swallows, (laughs) Doug dies. Dead. (laughs) Velasa and First Husband, question mark. Question mark. Velasa and Zach Gamray, Zach dies. So Well, Thalassa dies, and then Zack dies, and then Thalassa's not actually dead. So, you know, plot twist. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a lot of, like, people dying when they date each other, so... Well, Maggie, let's... better watch your back, is all I'm saying. Mask to mask? Sorry, yeah. Ron and Desi? Both still alive. Yeah, and, um, Kitaki, the Kitakis are still alive. All of them, as far as we know, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. And Waki almost died, but didn't die. With his shitty girlfriend. So, she went know. to jail, though. So she's dead. You're right. Yeah, so but she, she tried to kill him, so I guess that kind of keeps keeps it going. Yeah, so that's interesting. It could feed into the the crazy Dahlia theory, though. If Dahlia's the mastermind who's trying to come back, maybe the first thing she did was kill Iris, which is how Phoenix found out that he has to assemble a team of superhero children to stop the the apocalypse from happening. An exerciser. Very possible. And it comes full circle. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Just like the games won't. (laughs) We can can have a slim slim ray of hope, because if we have too much hope, we'll be disappointed. But a slim ray of hope for it to work out would be great. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Also, Ghost Trick. I love Ghost Trick. Guys, you don't understand how much I love Ghost Trick. Go play it. on If you have one of them iDevices, you can get, probably get the first case or whatever free. They don't call them cases. 
I don't know what they call them. Levels? I don't know. Probably the first, like, the junkyard. You can do the first environment for free. There you go. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Do it. Do it. Go play Ghost Ring. Do it. Do it. Do it. And we'll give you it. Gonna... Yo, we're going to take a break so you can go do it. Stephanie, your crane operating senpai. I'm Michelle, you're imbued with the power of oh wait, no, I'm just dead by lightning senpai. <laughs> I forgot you were Doug Swallows. <laughs> uh anyway, so we're we're gonna call it quits for this episode, but we really need you to listen. So I don't care if you skip the credits normally. Listen, listen, listen to this. Listen to this part. So our we need you guys to send in questions for next time. Because next time, instead of doing the Christmas special, we decided we're going to interview someone that's not one of our friends. Michelle, do you want to tell them who it is? This person, you'll probably know if you're anywhere on the tumblers in the Ace Attorney group, is uh, he does a lot of voice acting for Ace Attorney. His, na- his username is ProZD Voices. Um, and he is basically a badass, and he did the voice of Gregory Edgeworth for the Investigations 2 fan translation. Yeah, and you can just find him on Tumblr, because he has a podcast, he has a bunch of shorts that he voices, Yeah, he takes requests all the time, and guys, like, his voices, I wish I could have him replace most of the voice actors in Dual Destinies. It's true, and he does tons of dubs, like, comic dubs and fan dubs, like, anytime you see an Ace Attorney comic dub on Tumblr or on YouTube, because he does them all on YouTube, too, that's him. Yeah, he also does Layden real good. He does so he does Layden so good. So yeah, this guy is amazing, and he graciously, graciously accepted our requ- our, our um invitation invitation to be on this podcast. Yeah, so I we need you guys if you want to know anything about voice acting, Ace Attorney voice acting specifically, what it was lurk- like to work on the fan translation, you know, like. Any questions on any anything in the Ace Attorney Spectrum, like, send them our way, you know, just, just send them our way. We're going to ask them questions. We're going to see how it goes, because this is the first time we're going to talk to someone that's not us. <laughs> yes. This is so a very, be... this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> and if we fuck it up, we're just going to never do it again. <laughs> yes. So... We also reserve the right to filter all the questions, so if you want to start asking him about the Ace Apocalypse, please don't. Do not. Yeah, assume that he hasn't listened to a single episode of this podcast, so don't ask him self-referential things. Like, what do you think Justin's favorite color is? Do not ask him that. Yeah, because I can guarantee you, he has not listened to a single episode no, of this but podcast. but if you do want to ask him stuff like, how did you get into Ace Attorney? What's your favorite case? But don't ask him. What do you think Phoenix's favorite murder weapon is during the apocalypse? Yeah, no. Don't do that. The answer's thinker statue. Duh. Duh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so ask him, ask him, uh, all the stuff that you want to ask a cool person, or a voice actor, or a cool person who's also a voice actor. <laughs> or if you want to, like, ask, like, what do you think Kristoff's endgame is, like, we can try to field a question like that, but let's let's try not to scare <laughs> we'll, him off. We'll test the waters. If he's into it, maybe we'll ask him some hardcore stuff, but if he's not, we're not going to push it. Yeah. 
So, um, so if you wise, make sure you email us, make sure you email us at object to this podcast at gmail.com. You can send it through the Tumblr still do an ask or message or whatever, uh, at object to this podcast dot Tumblr dot com. No, wait, I said, I fucked that up tonight. Yeah, you did object to this dot Tumblr dot com. And while you're at it, you should rate and review us on iTunes, so that way we we feel confident enough to approach people who are cool and get them on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we don't feel like some schmucks who are like, yeah. excuse me, this is not a scam. No, we're 100% schmucks, but we're not scammers. <laughs> um, I will stand for schmucks, I will not stand for scammers. Uh, our home sweet home is podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this, and that's where... If you're not up on them iTunes, you can see all of the, all of the stuff. All of the stuff. All the episodes. All the good stuff. You can see full descriptions, because I've noticed that iTunes cuts off all the descriptions after four lines now. Thanks, iTunes. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> it's okay, half the, or all the earlier episodes are like, sorry, this episode's late. Here's Stephanie and Michelle <laughs> talking about some crap. <laughs> yes. We'd also like to thank uh, Dark Shadow Reach 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song, Hey Pal, a Detective Gumshoe Remix. Yay. And me, I did the ending music. That doesn't count, though. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want more of us in your ear holes every month, then uh, go get You Gotta Be Ficking Me, which you can also find on Podcast Garden or on iTunes. We're working on it. We're, we're working on it. But it's about bad fan fiction. It's got some, it's got some funny parts. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot, I guess, if you want to listen to our stupid asses try and wrangle our friends into talking about bad fanfiction. Yeah. And if you want to submit a podcast to my podcast empire, just shoot, shoot me an email. Or if you get some name suggestions for Stephanie's podcast empire. I'm also down for that because... Or uh, mascot ideas or name themes for the mascots. <laughs> I am down for all of those. Well, this is my home and this is this is my roots. I want to expand, guys. I want everyone to know my voice, my Midwestern voice sounds like this. <laughs> uh, dream big. Dream big. All right. So what are you all going to do now? You're going to email us stuff for somebody important. All right. So, so we don't sound like a bunch of dummies going, so what's your favorite color? Damn it. Yeah. You know how when you were in school and you went on a field trip and you were like, you have to represent the school on this field trip. We're asking you to represent the podcast on this field trip. <laughs> <laughs> make us not look stupid make it look like you guys are the intelligent awesome fans that you are yeah and i promise i won't let jesse talk to him and we promise jesse will be as far away as possible as possible <laughs> so she does not scare the crap out of everyone around and no alcohol <laughs> will touch thy lips how do you think larry butts would die <laughs> that's jesse <laughs> all right so in the meantime i'm stephanie i'm michelle and that was object to this so why don't you object to that